Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Yeah! How about that, Slee? Another day, another opportunity to talk about Cobra Kai. I've been waiting all night. I, I, I watched uh, the opening episode last night, and there's just, I'm so incredibly into Johnny Lawrence and so incredibly not into Daniel LaRusso. When, when do you want to start talking about that? Um, I, I may be, I might go back to my old high school and be a narc. You know those, they had the carts, they had the golf carts over there, and you just kind of make sure nobody comes off campus. Right. Might reach out to... Um, a girl that I wasn't confident enough to uh, <laughs> ask out when I yeah, was in high school as well. Yeah, you're feeling good about yourself feeling, now. Yeah, listen, Cobra Kai, is, it's taken me back to a stage <laughs> that I'm trying to relive. <laughs> I do like the idea of you being a narc in the golf cart. I can, You'd have the little walkie-talkie hey. pinned hey, in your guys chest. <laughs> hey, you guys, seniors only off campus for lunch. I know you're in the ninth grade. Get, get back in, uh, get back in chem- chemistry class. And all I need is that ninth grader to just kind of throw some lips back at me and be like, no, it's fine. Just, uh, you know, get back here in like 20 minutes, all right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you were that guy. That if, if, if somebody chirped at you, you're going to, all right, all right, just go No, nah, that's fine. Just, just uh, let's, bring let's me back. cool next time. Bring me back some roll tacos. <laughs> that always did feel like a pretty big day when you got to escape from school and sneak oh, no, out were, the, back, the back way and avoid the, were, the narcs, as you call them. Literally escaping jail. Like, that's how, that's how it felt. I mean, if you were leaving and it was for 20 minutes, you thought you just you, – it was like high security. You know, you, you know those uh, – you know these prisons that have those huge fences with all the bar- – that's what it the felt like. The razor wire. The razor top. wire. That's, that's what it felt like. And it literally was just a open gate, and it's like, Al, you're just across the street at a yeah, You can just walk center. over there and go yeah. get yourself a cheeseburger. It's fine. It's, it's all good. You're, you're, you're ready to go. Um, I did watch an episode, by the way. Yeah, so did yeah. I. Um, I. I'm very conflicted because there are parts of it that I absolutely There's, love. Yep. And and there There's nothing are to be conflicted about. And your, there are your parts about talking. it that are terrible. <laughs> Just dreadful, <laughs> dreadful, terrible. Although I did, I did get a new uh, line funny. that I'm going to start using on you uh, occasionally, and really everyone that I've run into at different points in my life. What I'm is just it? Gonna look at you and say ham. <laughs> <laughs> just see if yeah, I can offer you a, a slice of ham because that was fantastic. I, I've never in my life been offered a slice of lunch meat out of a package or had the opportunity to offer it to someone else, and I'm going to make it a regular part the of my life. juice was just <laughs> all over the carpet. I was just trying to, I was trying to think there when all that was happening. I'm like, can you imagine being in a scenario? If I like stop by your, your house, Hey, come on over. Hey, let's just, uh, let's chat. And you just, the juice just all over the carpet. Um, okay. So your initial gut is the right, you don't need to go any further. And I don't right. know if you want to do this right now or you want to do this later, yes. but we might no, as well I want to do, do it right, right now. now. Okay. Um, it was not good. It was not a good – well, can I tell you something about Cobra Kai? This, this is what's actually kind of funny because every season – and I, I, I'm hey, guilty. Al. Yeah. Ham? 
<laughs> he has the full slice in his mouth. Hanging out like take, a dog's tongue. And, and, and takes it down like it a champ. <laughs> just an absolute champ. But every season that's gone by, like I, I feel like I'm getting more and more like, what am I watching? Like, what is What is happening here? And yesterday was... A perfect example. I only got one episode in, and and you do this too. I'm sure a lot of people who stream on Netflix or whatever the case is, if you if you're watching something you like, you, you don't go on episode. Of you course. know what I mean? Like you know, you easily get in a couple episodes in after the one episode. Which, by the way, my girls like walking around like, what is this idiot watching? Are you really watching this? And then you hear certain parts of the scenes, and I I just know in my mind she's thinking to herself. Who is this dude? What have I gotten myself into? Yeah, what, what is this guy watching? <laughs> Not knowing that you and I uh, both uh, committed to uh, watching an episode. You, you so bring I up, think your gut is, <laughs> is the right instinct there. Not good. You, Not good. You, you bring up a good point. that Typically when, when you're watching something on a streaming platform and it ends – you 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 just you're, you're oh. waiting for that thing to pop up the next episode so you Let's can hit the go. button and go right to it. This was about five minutes in. You're checking your watch, like how much more of this do I have? You you That's hit the pause good. button, so the little the little cursor at the bottom. You're like, oh, I got forty more minutes of this. This I, really? I I gotta watch how much more of this? I wonder. If, could I call Al right now and tell him, you know what? Let's just bag this whole thing because I don't know. And then and then yeah. yeah. You get a Johnny Lawrence scene, and you're like, "Yeah, Johnny more, Lawrence is solid." No, Johnny more Lawrence is solid. of this, and, and you, you take you take me through this because you're the Daniel Larusso guy. You're the Ralph Macchio uh-huh. on the actor Mount Rushmore guy. Yeah, is he that good of an actor, or is he that weird of a guy that he's never drank a beer before? Because when Johnny offers him one of the banquet beers. Which, by the way, great Well, he beer. brings the banquet beers over. <laughs> You're right. He does. Yeah, he brings yeah. the banquet beers. But when he goes to take that first sip, it's like uh-huh. he'd never drank beer out of a bottle first in time. his entire no, life. That's, that's it's, the first time. Is that acting or is that he's never had beer out of a bottle in his entire life? I couldn't tell. I think he's just – we've gone through this before. He's one of the greatest actors of our time. So I think <laughs> the fact that he's able to pull that off is amazing. This is what I'm trying to figure out. Bergman yesterday, when he texted us, binged Cobra Kai all in one day. Yeah, I love the show. It was great. It's a wonderful soap opera behind the guys of karate and the. I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> like you couldn't. You couldn't even get through the tweet right or I, the text right there. You you tapped the mat before you even got through. I that. didn't. I didn't see what he saw. I didn't see what he saw. I, I, here, here's what I like. Okay. One of the things, needless to say, I love anything, any scene where Johnny Lawrence is in there wearing an Eagle Fang karate T-shirt is pretty great. But I also like the fact that. There are times when the series is entirely self-aware, right? <laughs> when they, they go to Terry Silver, mm-hmm. when he's sitting there when his place in Newport Beach or wherever that is, just overlooking the ocean. It's beautiful. It's just it's fantastic. And John Kreese comes to him and says, hey, you want to get back into Cobra Kai? And he goes, you understand how much cocaine I was doing in the 80s and I spent an entire year terrorizing a high school kid over a high school karate tournament? That's pretty damn funny. That it's self-aware enough to make fun of it. And then they cut to a scene with Ralph Macchio taking it seriously, and it ruins it all over again. How about when he there's the bottle of wine, when he goes down to the wine cellar to grab a bottle of wine? <laughs> Looked like a nice bottle of wine, too, and he ruined and it. he decides to, I don't know, what kind of kick is that? No, I, roundhouse. I, I a roundhouse <laughs> kick. That sounds perfect. A roundhouse <laughs> kick. And it's just hits the uh, hits the wall, and then all of a sudden the music comes out of nowhere. I'm like, what are we doing here? 
What I, are we doing here? I, I feel like Terry Silver had accomplished some things in his life to have a beautiful home like that, to have a yeah. wine cellar, to have a beautiful girlfriend. Like everything about that looked like his thing was going pretty well. Looked like and now he's decided. <laughs> now he wants to get back into teenage karate. Well, because the guy. <laughs> what am I missing? Because <laughs> who was it? One of his friends that said something about uh, that's cute that you used to do karate, and that was the trigger. That was the trigger that got him then to leave everything, leave the home in Malibu, leave all that, leave all the millions of dollars behind because the dojo was calling. So we're watching another episode tonight, right? We're going to chip another one off and figure it all out because, look, I, 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 awesome. the, the, the more we talk about it, the more I kind of want to see what happens yeah. next. I, I'm pretty interested in it because there are – the. Johnny Lawrence realizes they're doing a thing. Terry Silver realizes they're doing a thing. And then there's Machio and Martin Cove who are like, this is the second coming of Gone with the Wind and Saving Private Ryan. I, I, I'm really into this role. I'm really digging into this. And I'm, I'm going to make a statement through my character. It's fantastic. The more, I, the more we talk, the more I'm into it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, I got to be honest. If we, I, I might start streaming at, at 1 o'clock. I might I might get a quick episode in. Just put it on now well, actually, and just have the subtitles have, on. <laughs> I won't have a choice here because Lakers play tonight. So if I'm gonna get one in, it's gotta it's it has to be right after the show. Yeah, well, you could probably get a few in before. So Lakers play at seven or seven thirty. Tonight, I think it's like at ten thirty they start. Tip off at ten thirty. <laughs> well, wait, we've seen seven, them get seven thirties. Seem like the it is seven thirty tonight. Seven thirty like might latest, as well be ten. It might as well. I mean, at this point, what's let's the play difference? At midnight. Let's play at midnight. <laughs> you know what? That would be kind of wild. You, you, you talk about that. What if just and, and I know that the NBA would, the NFL, Major League Baseball would never do it just because they do don't a midnight do game. Wait, do wait, what weird, did they do? Like, do a midnight game. How weird well, college, would that be? That would be kind of fun. What didn't college? What was Midnight what was, Madness? Midnight Madness, right? They yeah. had something. Yeah, no, yeah, they would do it all the time. Where they're used to. I don't know if it still is this way, but it used to be you couldn't have an official practice or a game until November first or whatever the date was. Mm. And at twelve oh one on November first, you'd pack the gym, you'd have a, a little scrimmage, and it was wild. And people would have a good time. That's college, though, right? People are up late, people are drinking, people are doing all sorts of crazy things. Let me add: Dodgers a have a game. One a Dodgers. Year. Yeah, right? Dodgers have a game at midnight on August 4th, whatever it is. That'd be kind of wild, right? I mean, different, awesome. unique. I bet you people would go. Yeah, I think especially in the middle of the summer, that'd be kind of cool, kind of different. Maybe you can do something before the game as well. We might be uh, we might be on to something. And then, and then they'll have a, a day game after. So they'll go when the game's <laughs> over at 3.30 in the morning. They have a, a twelve thirty, a one oh five, a first pitch the next day. I want to see Kenley Jansen. <laughs> I want to see Kenley Jansen come out of the bullpen, a little California love at three fifteen in the morning. <laughs> I want to see everybody get fired up. I like it. I, I think we, we, you and I are idea guys. This is very very exciting. Why is Muncie yawning at first? Because <laughs> be it's two eighteen. Because it's two eighteen in the morning. <laughs> well, that's, that's assuming we ever get Major League Baseball back, right? Yeah. That, 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 by the way, this is how much people don't care about that. I get it. The NFL playoffs, the NBA season is going, the college football national championships going in a week. Yeah. And baseball is like doesn't exist right now. And not that it would be at the top of our minds anyway, but it's just not even a topic right now. And there's a lockout, and no one cares. Well, you know what's funny? You said this from the beginning, like. I was trying to get heated about it. I was trying to get upset about it. I'm like, what are they doing? How does this always have? Blah, blah, blah. You're like, listen, until 
they actually miss a game. I don't care what happens in between. So when you said that, I'm like, yeah, why are we going to talk about this in November or December? Let's leave it alone until until they actually get closer to actually missing games. I think you and I have made a pretty compelling case that we should be the new commissioners of baseball. We could we'll have you know right now it's all it's a gig economy, right? That you have Mm -hmm. one if you if you don't if you only have one job, you're probably not hustling enough. You need to find multiple things to do every single day. You and I can do the Travis and Sliwa show. You'll yep. do the Lakers. I'll do the Rams. Yep. And we can moonlight as the commissioners of baseball. First act, every team has to have at least one midnight game. I think that's a good idea. Well, both of us, uh, you know, come summertime, we're free. Our, our schedules are a little free, you know? <laughs> Lakers and, and everything it's, going it's, on with the it's Rams. It's a slow period for us. By the way, I still don't understand this. Did, so did Ken Rosenthal really get fired from the MLB network because of criticism towards – um, yep, Manfred. That's what the reports are. I, yeah, I, I don't. I read what he wrote and what they were saying. It's like didn't seem that incendiary to me. It seemed pretty tame, quite honestly. I, who knows? It's like, like that, that. And I'm not dismissing Ken Rosenthal losing his job is not a big deal because I hate hearing that about anybody. But that just it's one of those really now mm. that seems like a bad idea. Hold on a second. It's this. I'm looking at what Taylor's typing right now or what Emily's typing right now. That is. Uh, it's very interesting. People are people want to talk Cobra Kai, Al, and, they, and we're the place for it. Remember when we started this show a million years ago, less than a year ago, yep. and we'd talk a lot of Cobra Kai? Calls are coming in, and here's what else is happening. I'm looking at the Sports Center right now. Headline on the bottom crawl, Russell Westbrook says his game is fine after a nine-turnover night. So apparently that didn't go away after a night. That's still a topic. They got J.J. Redick talking about that. So we have a lot to get to. Your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. It's already starting to happen. People are using that Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back. So are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So, Russell Westbrook says it's cool to turn it over nine times. Hmm. Is it cool what we've seen through the halfway point of the season, plus, more importantly, more Cobra Kai? That's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. (laughs) Okay, so let's, let's... We cut to this. Getting a lot of tweets, Al, about Cobra Kai, okay. and getting a lot of tweets about no, no, no. You guys, you, you know, you need, you have to know the movies. You have to, you have to go back. You have to know the guys. I've seen all the movies. Yeah, we, we've, we've. I, I, I this am is why of we're the watching 80s. Cobra Kai. <laughs> exactly. I am not new to the Cobra Kai franchise. I've seen the previous seasons. I've seen all the movies. I know the backstory. It makes it better, but last night, the, the opening episode that we watched last night, Al, did not, other than the Johnny Lawrence scenes, I'm going to need a little more. I'm going to be honest. I You actually talked me you talked me into it, getting a chance to, like if you and I didn't have a chat about this and you and I um, didn't, I guess you can say, force each other to watch episode one, I'm now more interested in episode two than I was in episode one just by spending five minutes talking about this. So I'm, <laughs> I'm all in again. 
I'm back. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all in again. <laughs> Me too. Look, I was never out. I was a little disappointed. Oh, I was, and... oh, I was very close to going out. How, okay, you know what's funny? Yeah. How bad does something have to be? Because, look, you and I were both pro-karate kid, Cobra Kai. It would have had to have been so catastrophically terrible for me to tap the mat after one episode. And it wasn't that. It wasn't what I was looking for, but it wasn't. How bad does something have to be for you to say, you know what, I am just out of this. But, it's not happening here's the thing. anymore. It's not like that was season one, episode one, and we tapped out. It's kind of, this has been a. Season four. <laughs> this has gone on long enough where I'm like, okay, I, I got it. I understand. <laughs> I see what we're doing here. I see where we're going. I see the characters that are part of it, but uh, I'm I'm back in. Let me have I, you. I just, let me let me let me stop pretending like I'm not in. I'm back in. I just want you to Good. know. I'm, I'm glad. Back in. Good. Welcome back. Well, it's nice to have you back. It's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. Like we're not starting right here in Studio City with Noah. Noah, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on, Noah? My guys, how you doing, man? So good to be back. Uh, I'll just toot my horn for a little bit. Actually, I'm not a horn toot, but I did a movie with Ralph Macchio several years ago, and uh, me on. and him and Martin Sheen, and it was uh, it was it was a, it was great. And I got to be honest, Ralph is like the nicest guy. Could not have been a better guy to work with on and off camera. And as a child, you know, he was pretty good. I mean, Outsiders, Karate Kid, whatever. I don't know what has happened to him as an adult <laughs> that his acting genes have seemed to just leave the premises or maybe he doesn't really understand what this show is because the only reason to watch it is just to kind of hate watch it and sort of the nostalgia factor and i just say this i know i know this might be a little weird segue but i feel like cobra kai is kind of the russell westbrook of television where it's like go on puts up good numbers you know, the numbers are nice, and it's kind of entertaining, but if you look even a little closer, you're like, this is awful. Why am I watching this? It's a train wreck. Well done, Noah. Well done. I, he, he, he said a couple of things there that I think we're going to – don't worry, Noah. We're going to circle back to Russell Westbrook in a second. That was pretty strong. But what he said, I think it's important. I get the sense that – Daniel LaRusso's character is the only one there that doesn't understand what's going on. He's, he's, he's performing in a different series. Everyone else realizes that, hey, guys, this is a giant goof on what we did on the 80s, where he's there like, you know what? I think if I do this, I'm going to start getting some of those roles that Tom Hanks used to get. I think that I'm going to slide right in there to leading man status again if I can really knock Daniel LaRusso out of the park. Yeah, you guys, you and Noah obviously don't get it. You guys don't <laughs> understand. There's Some actors are on different levels, and he's one of those that everyone is beneath him. So what he's doing on a show-to-show basis is different than what everybody else is doing. Yeah, Respect well. the game. Respect <laughs> the damn game. All right, I'd want you to put your Laker hat on for a second and okay. give me your take on him saying that Karate Kid or Cobra Kai is a lot like Russell Westbrook. It's great when you look at it from the, at a glance, but when you really start to look at it, you're not so sure what exactly is going on. What do you make of that? I did uh, I did Lakers talk last night, right? And I, Trav, it's funny because, look, you and I are doing a show five days a week, and we're kind of jumping from topics to topics. I still cannot understand those post-game comments about the nine turnovers and, 
you know, not taking any. So I'm, I guess I'm circling back around to this. I get what he's saying. I get what Noah's what what he's the the point that he's trying to make here. But I still cannot really kind of comprehend him not owning up a little bit more to some of those mistakes. You know what I mean? Like I don't know why that stuck out to me as much as it has. And I know you and I were talking about this, and yesterday you got a chance. Kyle Kuzma dropped, what do you have, 30 and 14 rebounds mm-hmm. or something along those lines. He had a really, really nice game for the Wizards yesterday. And, of course, any time a former Laker does anything, especially ones that were traded for Russell Westbrook, you're going to get in your feed and your timeline, hey, did you see this? Look what this player is doing. Why did we make this trade? I, I, I always kind of – I guess I kind of look at this – where the Lakers sit today and Russell Westbrook and what he's doing and um, some of the mistakes that he makes, I by no means think it's all on him because I don't. You're not 19-19 and because of Russell Westbrook. I think there's other factors that come into it. But it's just kind of funny that the moment anything else happens and, you know, you kind of look at it, hey, what if the Lakers didn't make that trade? Would they be better off with the team that they had? Um, remember, the Caruso thing has nothing to do with that trade. So when people try to link those together, they're, they're not linked. It was KCP, it was Kyle Kuzma, it was Montrezl Harrell. Would they be better off with those players than they are today? I think it's an interesting conversation. I, I think you can easily make a case that, you know, where they're sitting right now. I, the KCP piece is what I miss the most. I don't think Montrez Harrell, I think, was out, out the door either way. Yeah. And, and he was because he had a player option. The Kuzma thing's just funny to me because, Trev, I, I cannot tell you how many different post-game shows that I would do, and every single post-game, it was, well, let's trade Kuzma for uh, a double-double. <laughs> a bag and, of balls. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a double-double and some fries. I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, every single post-game I do that show, trade. By the, and, since, since you – I feel it's my responsibility to respond to the, <laughs> the, the trade proposal. I would absolutely do that because a, a double-double is delicious. It has your lettuce, your tomato. I like yes. it with animal style, the grilled yes. onions and the and It the delivers and every night. It, that's exactly right. Yes. It is the most consistent performer you're ever going to find. That an in-and-out double-double is oh, exactly awesome. the same on day one that it is on day two, on day 10, on day 10,000. It is a perfect hamburger. I don't Where know Kyle, what Kuzma's going to bring Ky- every night. Some, sometimes you'll go, get a, you'll go get a Kyle Kuzma. It's like, wow, this is great. It's hot. It's juicy. It's flavorful. This is great. And then some days it feels like it's been sitting in that box for a week and a half. Most it's days. like, this is, this is terrible. Why would I ever want one of these? So your proposal of double-double or Kyle Kuzma, I'm going to take, take the double-double every time for sure. Yeah, I, 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 I should have uh... – I, I shouldn't have given that as an example because I, I could already imagine what you'd uh, you know what you'd say in that situation. If but we're it, talking it, Whataburger or something like that, then I'll take Kuzma because they're both wildly inconsistent, not that good, overrated, per, perhaps overhyped to a certain degree. But if we're talking a, a solid performer like double uh, a double double for sure, Habit Char Burger Santa Barbara Burger from the Habit that's a good choice. That's a that's a high level. That's like a KCP. Maybe it's not Did a you double have breakfast double. Breakfast or no? Did you have breakfast or no? <laughs> I, uh, I haven't had breakfast. How could you okay. tell? I could How could you tell? Yeah, I haven't. I had uh, I've had coffee. That's all I'm I've sure, had. Today. I'm sure when too we get much to of the, it. By the way, I'm sure when we get to the Wendy's ad, you're going to spend <laughs> four minutes on that one too. <laughs> 
I was kind of hoping though when Noah got us going on on Russell Westbrook being uh-huh. the uh, Cobra Kai of Lakers that you were going to somehow turn it into DeAndre Jordan is actually uh, Johnny Lawrence that he had his moment about a decade ago where he was great and he was really a high performer doing all sorts of things but past his prime really doesn't have the fastball that he used to have and still can deliver a moment here or there but really isn't that guy anymore kind of washed and probably shouldn't be doing it anymore who even knows i mean that 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 rondo deal that the lakers just made with the Cavs. who even knows i mean well they i'm i'm curious rondo's more like dutch from from the cobra kai he's he's a little unpredictable a little violent a little guy that might he's gonna let his hands go for for reasons that maybe are only clear to him he's one of those guys that everyone else in the group is a little afraid of i think dutch is the one they have in the can in lompoc in the new series so give me another laker i'll tell you which karate yeah, kid person to, they are. Uh, wait which one which one did you just say dutch D- Dutch was the curly blonde haired guy oh, in the yeah, original, yeah, yeah. the one yeah. that that uh, yeah. sweeps the leg. That's right, him. That's right. No, I remember. What him. else you got? I, you know, it's funny. I don't think you're using any of the current characters. I think you're using. I'm all much the, more interested in the yeah. old ones. Oh, I, Miguel, I, I, like, I haven't heard Miguel come up. I haven't heard Samantha come up. Any of them? Can I be a bad guy for a second? Like sure. a really super bad guy? Okay. Did Miguel put on some weight from the last no, season? No, he did. Yeah, he did. He put yeah, on some Miguel looks like he's too. a little thicker. Like I saw his neck. There was one yep. scene where he turned to look at, at Johnny, and he had a roll in his neck like Travis Rogers. I'm like, whoa, Miguel, take it easy, buddy. Back, get more karate, less double doubles. Yeah, Miguel uh, put on a little. He put on a couple lbs, but he's doing it for the. You got to put on. That's this is what you don't understand, Trev. You got to put on the excess weight first. <laughs> For then you now you have um, you, tr- you get the training montage and he comes exactly. out the other side yep. and he's all jacked up. Yep, that's exactly how it works. That's how it works. There. <laughs> I like this. This is fun. More more Noah comparing Lakers to Karate Kid characters. This is very very exciting. I or or I guess we could talk about the Lakers. Like Joe wants to talk about the Lakers. Joe in the IE, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on, Joe? Joe. Yes. How yes. you doing? Well, What's going Joe, on, Joe? Thanks you? for calling in, bud. Hey, sorry about that. Hey, uh, I, I didn't know you guys were going to get to me so quick. But uh, I want to. I like to keep you guessing, Joe. I like to make sure that people are paying attention, <laughs> listen, hanging on every word. Hey. Need to pay attention here. I'm right in time like uh, LeBron James. But uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, Russell Westbrook, I say Russell Westbrook, man. He's like the hometown hero we want, but he's not giving us what we need. It's like we really, because he's from L.A., we want him to succeed like Kobe. I think he does a lot of anti-Kobe things. Like he deflects a lot of his his negativity, his, his negative things that he does for the team, like the turnovers and missing layups. He won't accept responsibility for it, and that's the thing that I think disappoints Laker fans the most because we want him to be on our team, but he won't accept what he does wrong the most. And him saying that he can turn over the ball, he can't miss uh, reads and stuff, that's not not what Lakers want to hear. We want to hear that you tried hard and you made a mistake at least. Like, don't deflect a lot of what you're doing wrong off in a negative light because we want to we want to embrace what 
Joe, appreciate you calling in. Thank you for calling in, Joe. Um, Chav, let's do this because I, I think that's interesting. That actually – I think that almost hits it on the head for me. Responsibility. When when you make mistakes, um, owning up to it. And, and we could talk about that coming up next, but I think Joe brings up a good point. We'll do that. Uh, plus, um, we'll spend a little time. Lakers got the Sacramento Kings. Only got three more games left uh, this week, and then they're at the halfway point of the season. So we'll do all that coming up next. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN. I'm thinking that Frank Vogel reminds me a lot of uh, John Kreese. As, as the leader of the group that can't quite get everybody together, that people are kind of on different pages, it's not looking great, but there's this little element of, yeah, well, he's done it before. I feel like basically we've cracked the code to the Lakers, that everybody has a Cobra Kai equivalent. I think if they spent, you know, instead of going over film, just watching a couple Cobra Kai episodes <laughs> of season four, that's all they need. That's all they need. That that should be the remedy there. Um, I I know you have this. Uh, you have this love for the. Uh, are you going to really watch another episode tonight? Is that happening? What do you mean? Am I going to watch another? The question is, how many are we going to watch together? We're we're in the Cobra Kai boat together, Slee. We got to paddle at the same time to make the boat go where we want it to go. Today, yes, I'm going to watch another one. How do I make today happen? Just one. You get the, you, the Lakers yeah, don't like, play what, till 10, 15. Minutes? Yeah, they're 30, well, 35 minutes. It feels like an hour and a half. But, the, yeah, it's yesterday, only 35 Yesterday I minutes. felt like I watched a three-hour movie. I watched it, it, that, that's, that's, The Godfather. That's, by the way. That that's was, the, I watched The Godfather yesterday. That's the test, right? The, mm-hmm. the test is do you hit pause to see how much is left in your show to tell – because if you do that, it's not good. If you check to see that you know it's good, when all of a sudden it just ends, you're like, "Wait, what? It's over? That's no, give me hit me again." As opposed to pause. Wait, I got 13 minutes and 48 seconds more of this garbage. That's how you know you have a bad show. Yeah, that's it's not been a that's not a good start. Years. It's not a good start. <laughs> ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Uh, you talked about what Russell Westbrook said after they beat Minnesota the other night. Uh, you didn't like the comments. Let's play it again in case somebody didn't have a chance to hear it. This is uh, Russ after the win when asked about his turnover and missing shots in the, in the win. So, Trav, I, 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 a couple things to it. I know we talked about it yesterday, but Joe and Inland Empire just called and, and talked about yeah, taking responsibility, accountability for when you make mistakes. And I think that's the thing that stands out the most to me about Russ is – you expect you want to hear something from him of, um, by the way, if the Lakers are going to make any noise this year, you can't have your guard turning the ball over six, seven times a game. You just can't. Not. Like of that's that's not. not. But let's put that even to the side for a second. It's not like every single night he's having nine turnover games. That was an outlier. Nobody, nobody in the league typically has a night where they have nine turnovers. But, man, if you can't own up to that, and, and listen, maybe in the background, maybe he's sitting there with his teammates and he's saying, guys, this is on me. Maybe he just hates addressing the media and he doesn't care about you know doing all that. Possible. He could be having conversations behind the scenes that says, um, I, I, it's imp- of course I cannot do this. And if I do do it, I know I'm hurting the team. I, it can't happen. But I think there is, you know, Joe mentioned something that there are a lot of Laker fans before the season started. Listen, Russell Westbrook's born and raised in Los Angeles, California, right? Mm-hmm. And he's a guy that went to UCLA. He's a guy that a lot of people – I always hear John Ireland saying, and this was before he came over, John Ireland said, hey, he's my favorite player to watch in the NBA. There are a lot of people who were really, really excited about having Russ here. Things aren't going as planned. 
Russ is very up and down, obviously very turnover prone. He has a game where he commits nine turnovers, and instead of kind of owning up to it, it's the well. Listen, I could have I could have games where I could miss shots. I could have games where I have turnovers. Yeah, you you can, but uh, I think there are a lot of Laker fans out there that are you know frustrated with the season, frustrated with some of his play, and I, I wish he would just. Own up to it a little bit more. Okay, a couple of things I want to do here. Number one, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. What what do the Laker fans think at roughly the halfway point about the acquisition? Right? Would you rather have what you've seen, which is Russell Westbrook kind of uneven, up and down, and basically Russell Westbrook, or would you rather have what you had, which is KCP, Montrez Harrell, and Kyle Kuzma? Which of those would you rather play the second half of the season for? That's part one. Number two, and, and here's the thing, Al. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right about he's saying something privately that he's not saying publicly. Perhaps. I'm not saying that it's impossible. However. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Exactly those comments are exactly the reason I didn't like the fit from the beginning. That's ex- it is a perfect representation of why when that, when, when that trade was announced, everybody's like, yeah, Russell Westbrook, we got the... I'm like, guys, have you ever watched Russell Westbrook play? Have you ever seen him play with his team night in and night out? Have you ever, like said, I get it, triple-double machine, averages a triple-double over the season. What is it, out four different years where he's averaged a triple-double, you know, which is stunning. Three it's, or four seasons. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's remarkable. It is a remarkable accomplishment. And then there's the, uh, have you watched this? Have you watched how he fits together with other players? And I think that the comments that he made the other night are a perfect representation of my fear, of my hesitation going into this. And I think at the halfway point, or damn near it, I've been borne out to be right. And, and, and I agree with you. I'm not saying the reason the Lakers are 19-19 and 19 is because Russell Westbrook has been terrible. That's not my point. My point is he hasn't been very good either. There are nights he's good. There are nights where he plays well. He's a, he's a good player. He's going to have nights where he's really good. But... What I said three months ago, four months ago, whenever the trade was made, feels even more right today. And maybe the next, maybe the next three months will be different. Breaking news, they won't be. <laughs> They're going to be exactly like the first three months were, exactly like the year before that and the year before that. And the year. He is what he is. And the idea that he was going to morph into a different guy, it's not happening. I, I don't think, Trav, it's ever about him morphing into a different guy. I thought his role with this Lakers team was going to be significantly different than it's been with other teams. So it was this um, – anytime you have this many stars on one team, we know who eats first. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, these dudes are – they're 100% going to be the foundation of the team. And LeBron is proving even at freaking 37 years old – you were showing me MVP rankings – and yeah. you were telling me that what well, I think he was top five in some of those MVP ranks, something LeBron. along those lines. Yeah, LeBron. Fifth. Yeah. Okay. He's second in scoring in the NBA. He's still <laughs> doing what he's doing. AD's been out, even though AD was having a you know kind of up and down season for what our expectations are for him. the The idea and the concept with Russ was 
you don't have to be the starter or you don't have to be the main player for the franchise. You don't have to be the second main player. You got to be the third player on the franchise. I think that's what yeah. was enticing about Russ. But that is exactly right that's point. exactly what I knew wouldn't work. He isn't going to say, "Oh, I can do less." Awesome. It's not how he's wired. He's wired less, like Russell just Westbrook. The mis- just the mistake. It's just the, he, he's the, that's exactly the, only the thing. same guy. He's exactly tra- the same guy. Trav, that's the only thing I, I I truly pay attention to. Look, the guy obviously, if he takes seven threes, you can say, "Well, why are you taking threes? You're not a three point shooter." It's the turnovers. Yeah. It's the LeBron's going to have the ball in his hand. 60% of the time. That means the 40% of the time you have the ball, you're still committing the same amount of turnovers, if not more, than previous years when the ball was always in your hands. It's the mistakes that's a tough one to swallow. Let's try another one. 877-710-ESPN if you want to get in with Travis and Slee, like Peter in Ontario. Peter, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? What up, fellas? How are you? Great. Good, man. Thanks for calling in. Hey, Cobra... Cobra Kai, that's a good show, man. I'm from the 80s, and they got Me a lot too. of 80s reference, and and uh, it, it's just funny if you were if you were raised in the 80s, some of that stuff is hilarious. And then Miguel, yeah, Miguel, how's he supposed to fight in the tournament when he gained like 40 pounds? 50 well, you got pounds? here's the thing: you, he, he's bulking up, and then he's gonna well, cut the fat into muscle. That's that's the idea here. I've been doing that for 32 years right now. <laughs> All right, thank you for the call, Peter. Peter, I am a child of the 80s. Okay, I I was when the original Cobra Kai came out. I think I was 12 or 13, so it, it hit me at just the right the spot. original Karate Kid. There, you're, you're right. Came thank out. you. Thank you. Good. You're right. Um, so I get the 80s references. Don't, don't, don't tell us you're 12 <laughs> or 13. I'm not that old. I'm, I'm old, but I'm not that old. Um, I love the 80s references. I just it, – it's it's like this yin and yang, Slee. It's this push and pull of I love Johnny Lawrence, and I love the campiness of the 80s thing, but I just loathe LaRusso. I hate his guts. I just – I want him to shut up. I want him to get beat up in all of the fight scenes. His character is irredeemable in every single – Did you – wait, wait. Did you hate it? Did you hate yes. it when he was even the original in Karate Kid? You hated it? I was rooting for the Cobra Kai to pound him into dust every opportunity they got. Lost that when, match. When they ran him off the road on his dirt bike, I laughed out loud. When, when when he was pinned up against the fence before Miyagi got involved and started tuning up all the teenagers, yep. I'm like, good. Finally, we're going to get – he ruined Johnny's joint. Johnny just wanted to smoke a joint in the bathroom, and Daniel comes in there with the hose and ruins it. It's a bad guy move right there. Love Daniel. Steals his girlfriend. Good guy. Bad guy. Bad what guy. Let's try another dude. one here. Uh, Santa Ana and Ja'Cory. Ja'Cory, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Okay, thank you. Uh, first of all, I'm in a I'm in a drive-through at In and Out right now. What's the double, double? Okay, what's the order? Go ahead. Okay, so I didn't. I don't like the French fries, so I got a double double light grilled onions, no tomatoes, because that's how I do it. Okay. Um, sec- second of all, I want to give a big shout out to LeBron James because every time he's on the court, he's maxing out, giving us maximum effort. Um, se- uh, third of all, I want to say, um, you know, Russell got entirely too many turnovers. I don't know what it is, but. They teach you in high school, like, you know, don't jump in the air and try to pass the ball. It's just not a good look. This man is doing that on a consistent basis, and I don't get it. But um, other than that, I can't wait till AD gets out of this street clothes and gets back on the court and hopefully gives us some. Appreciate you, Corey. Thank you, man. 
Yeah, first of all, Jacory has the line of the day. He gives his order in a double-double, no tomato, light grills, onions, because that's how I do it. There's not a better explanation of why you order that. It's how I do it. That's what makes In-N-Out so great. It's and that's, my jam. And, and it was also it was said in such a way, and like he even said, like, I'm not getting fries. I'm like, I didn't say you were getting fries. <laughs> we, just, we were just asking. I mean, he was he was very passionate about what he was doing right there. Yeah, well, maybe that's part of the problem is that Miguel has been going through the in and out line too often. He's been bulking up and getting getting ready to do the same thing. He's a little little soft, but see that Jacory knew what you didn't know several months ago. I remember at the very beginning when I said to you, "What's your in and out?" You're like, "Well, you know, I get the cheeseburger in a yep. double double with the sauce," and yep. you you were kind of all over the place. Amateur it, hour. Jacory knew exactly what his order was. I I, I respect. Well, he that was in the drive-through when he called in. So <laughs> I have one thing to say too. It's ten forty in the morning. They open You're at getting 10:30. a double double. Yeah, ten thirty. Okay, let me let me help you out here. Come on. They they open at ten thirty. First of look, all, Travis was talking about what was shortest what were you lines probably about at at nine fifty seven. You were talking about basically grabbing. Uh, I don't know what kind of food you were talking about. Whatever's available, reference. really. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's yeah. available. We were talking about Kyle Kuzma or a double-double, and I chose the oh, yeah, double-double. Right. They have the chain across the uh, opening at In-N-Out until 1030, and the cars will queue up well past. Look, not everybody's a 9 to fiver. Some people are coming off of the night shift. Some people are in the middle of their day. You know, you get your burger when you can do it. Lots no, more food. red meat this early? Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm, by the way. A little loco moco in the morning if you're in Hawaii. That's not a bad way to do it. It's a hamburger patty and an egg. There's a you're million not, different ways to do Chav, it. Chav, you're not the only one that's noticed uh, Mace just texted <laughs> Miguel has got a little doughy. I've been saying the same thing. This yeah, poor guy. I, I'm we're, not kidding We're all you. going after Miguel now. <laughs> when I turned it on last night, I'm like, whoa, Miguel. I, I did have there was one. there was one specific part where I'm like, wait, this dude, <laughs> is this the same guy? Well, and he, I like he, him. He, I like Miguel too. He was, a, but he had he had a look in previous seasons yeah. that is not the look that's going to. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe they're setting up a big reveal where he's a little soft and then ab roller. End ab of roller, the season, bro. You just got to get the ab roller. Jacked. He's going to look like Antonio Brown at the end of the year. Just got to get an ab roller. Walking around. All right, we got a lot of phone calls. We're going to get to all of them. I promise. But coming up next, hey, did you see? That's next. Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. All right, hey, did you see in one second we got a bunch of phone calls we're going to get to, and it's important stuff, Al. It's in and out it's Karate Kid, and a little bit of Lakers. So that's all right around the corner. But, Taylor, what did we see? Hello, I'm right here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Two double-doubles for me, by the way. Okay. Okay. Straight up, just lettuce, no, I, tomato, onion? I switch onion. them up. I put light everything on one, and then the other is grilled onions and spread only. See, there's another guy that knows what he's a doing. A raw onion guy. The, the correct guy. way to do that is at the end to say, because that's how because I Because that's how I do it. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. What do you got for us? Hey, did you see that today is National Trivia Day? Jeopardy, everyone's favorite trivia game show, has been on air since 1964. Travis and Slee, how would you fare as a contestant on Jeopardy, and what category would you definitely sweep? Okay, this is going to come across as me being a bad guy, but what else is new? I think I could do okay on Jeopardy. I, I really do. I have a I, I have a base of knowledge that's a mile wide and an inch deep, right? I know a little bit about a lot of different things. I wouldn't. I, I couldn't go very deep on anything except for a few sports. Obviously, Al is the easiest one. Like if you gave me an yeah. MLB or an NFL, especially the sports stuff that they do on Jeopardy, I could tear through that really easily. The other two that and it's on there quite a bit, cuisine and potent potables. I would do really well on both of those, too, because I like to eat and drink, and I like to know what those things mean. So I think those are the categories I would do pretty well in. 
But do you remember all those details, like the sports stuff? Do you remember? I know on Jeopardy it's going to be easier to do sports stuff because it's more, you know, just kind of surface. But do you remember a lot of that? Like, I, yeah, some people are just like I have a weird memory. Yeah, I, no, I'm not that. I, I'm not the guy that remembers what the count was when yeah. Carlton Fisk hit the home run in 19. So I don't know that. Two two pitch. I, <laughs> it's a slider. <laughs> slider loading missed his spot. Yeah, it caught caught too much of the plate. It's, along it's an the easy way. one. But no, I, I yeah, I do remember a lot of those things. And when it I, you know what else I do pretty well in? You What's show that? me a map. I know uh-huh. where stuff is. I'm pretty good at geography. I can I can hang in in a geography category as well. All right, is one of their categories they have uh, colleges and universities? Yeah, I think I do decent on that one. Decent, uh-huh. but to be honest with you, if you tell me something today, I, there's a good chance I'm going to forget it tomorrow. There's Let a good me chance. Ju- okay, there are categories that are on there all the time too. That the second I see them, I'm like I won't get one single single one like of these. World history. No, I'm okay and, on uh, that. Bible. I'm out. Science, I got nothing. No, science and literature, I got a fighting chance. The okay. Bible, I'm 100% out. Mm-hmm. Opera, I'm 100% out. Mm-hmm. And and anything that has anything to do with like religions, I'm 100% out. Like I have no idea anything else, I got a puncher's chance. What would you do the worst in? Um I love how you picked the Bible. Like, there's verses in the Bible that are probably going to come up, and you'd be just. No, it's not lost even there. like you don't have to say like Matthew four sixteen. I'm talking like yeah. just the basic Bibles, like Cain and Abel, and, and they, I just don't know them. I don't know what they are. I, I think literature. I would. I'd have no idea what's going on. <laughs> just no idea what's going on. <laughs> Your English teachers in high school and college are thrilled. Well, yeah, I just, <laughs> well done, just Eagles kind of and Aztecs professors. Stand there and just say, wait, it's a communications major. I, I thought I was just supposed to talk. Mark Twain. Just say Mark Twain and Huck Finn. Just say that every time. Awesome. It'll be fine. Trav, you got to apply for Jeopardy. I, 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 maybe. I, yeah, you talk I'd love me to see it. that. You could talk me into it. I'd get smoked. I'd get smoked. What's next? Okay. Did you see The Office has been releasing bunch a bunch of never-before-seen cold opens? If you could see unreleased scenes from any show, what would it be? Al? Um, you know, I've seen, I've seen some blooper reels of it, and they're just freaking hilarious. I die laughing all the time. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a really good show. By the way, still going on. I don't even know how many seasons they're in, but pretty damn impressive uh, what they've done over the years. But I, I think that's a show, you know the characters so well. Um, you could tell that a lot of the times that they're doing these scenes, a lot of it just seems like it's it's just off the seat of their pants. Yes, they have some structure, but it's also them just knowing each other's personalities, knowing what will be funny. I think that would be, that would be a show I'd love to see behind the scenes on. So... With the same idea in mind that you're talking about, there's kind of an improv element to to Sunny. That I don't even know if there's actual scripts. I know that there's like an outline. Seasons. I'm talking about Curb. There, I would love mm. to see some of the things in Curb that don't make it because they, so much of it is improvised. Yeah, it's and so really much of one. it is just kind of thrown together in the sense that they just see where the scene goes. I'd like to see some of the stuff that didn't get there. But there's an old joke or an old line that I think is true. The reason there are deleted scenes is because they're supposed to be. <laughs> they're not as good as the stuff that makes it in. Occasionally, there's a, an exception. Sure. The Office, honestly, would be at the top of the list because I'm a huge fan. And while there wouldn't be scenes because they're not going to animate things that didn't get done, anything Simpsons related, do you ever I'm a watch, for. Do you ever watch any of those, just any of the blooper reels? 
like for any of the shows? Yeah, yeah, and and you usually get a chuckle or two out of it. Like the the bloopers are funny when there's mistakes, but like when you go, they'll give you oh the ex- extended cut or scenes never before scenes. The reason those scenes are cut is because they suck ninety five percent. Okay, so the I, the reason why this came up, so it's always sunny earlier in the you know I think there are fifteen seasons. Emily just said, but earlier uh, in the beginning they had some bloopers and. When they can't get, like, they can't stop laughing over something, and they just have to keep doing it over and over again, and it just becomes like an inside joke. Like, this is what they do, right? They're actors, they're actresses, they're professionals, and they can't stop laughing at one scene, and they still have to kind of do it over and over and over again. Those bloopers are, you could see how genuine they are, how funny they are in the moment. I'm with you. If there's something that gets cut out, there's a reason. It probably wasn't good enough to make a scene. All right, this is why our show is a great show, and this is why you need to listen to our show every day. This is what we have on hold right now. We have a call about Chris Paul. We have a call about In-N-Out. We have a call about the Lakers. We have calls about Cobra Kai. Go ahead and find another show that's going to have that for you. We got you covered on all that. Plus, it is a very sad day if you are an old-school tech person. We'll tell you what it means next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.